cave of cool. Sit in those chairs that rumble. I gotta ask, how, again, how again, with the chair? You know, anything that goes by like a train, right? Yeah. A car, right? Um, a spaceship, rocket spaceship, yeah. and then during the final battles, right? And it all, and you could turn it up or down. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, my friend Pat, has really kind of, you know, his back's messed up now. Uh-huh. And I was asking him like, how was it? And he goes, sometimes it was good, sometimes it was, it was horrible, right? Just gotta hit it. It was like a massage chair in a way, right? Yeah. So, but it just came on. But that last battle, it was just <laughs> all over the place. But it was very cool. Endgame, the second half of the Infinity War adaptation. Yep. Yep. It, it happened. It happened. Huge, bunch- huge box office. I mean, everyone's. Just went and, to see it, you know. And I got to give all those, those the numbnuts and dumbasses and 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 other other of their ilk, um, the idiot mass audience. I've got to give you a lot of credit on this one. Mm-hmm. This was relatively, for as huge as it was, spoiler free. Nobody spoiled hardly anything for me. And I had the screener, um, probably the next second night it came out, right? Yeah. And I looked at this thing for a good seventy-two hours. I didn't look at it, right? I, and it yeah. sat there and it glowed at me at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. It talked to me. Um, it was a piece of electronics I thought the Facebook robot had created because it was in my brain. He was in my brain like Thanos <laughs> was in Iron Man's brain, right? Yeah. And he just had me. He had my brain. And so finally I watched like the first 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and every minute I hated myself because on the 8th, which was like a week and a half afterwards, right. I'd already bought tickets to go see it at our local big-time theater, right? Yeah. We're going to get a movie hot dog, sit in those chairs that rumble, yeah. right? With the sound and the 3D effects and so the you, screen, you, you couldn't get tickets to the to the opening weekend, obviously. Oh no, no, that yeah. was insane. That, that was, was insane. Just impossible. So yeah, and so the people I was going with, I we just arranged to do it on that day because okay. they were gone up until that day. So yeah, uh, we all went out and it was just freaking amazing, you know. But half theater full by then because everybody in Red Deer had seen it, right? Right. But you and half it, spoiled it for yourself by watching half the screener. Well, I because I had to do something, right? Mm. I had to know something because if I looked at any of those videos on, 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 on the YouTubes and or anything, right? Yeah. I would just I would get into that that quagmire. So I watched a little, get me satisfied, mm-hmm. and I, I but I didn't talk to anybody about it or anything, and I just right. kind of sat there and up up to the Mark Ruffalo part. That's when I okay yeah. right. And when he was posing with those kids who are his kids, did you see the resemblance? Are they, were they his kids? I didn't oh know Oh, my that. God. They, the girl looks just like him, and the two boys look like each other. So see, they're obviously – those are real related kids, so they're obviously related to him. That's that's a funny scene. That's such a funny scene. It is a funny scene. And the, the way that Paul Rudd plays it off, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think – the kids played – they did really well because any adult talked to you at that age, you wouldn't really – kind of give him that look right that yeah. was some pretty good acting like they really were looking at him like you are a maniac we gotta get away from you right <laughs> but paul rudd was fantastic in it oh my god again and i love that they had they, they didn't just rely on paul rudd to be the joke or do the jokes or bradley cooper to do the jokes mm-hmm. or they brought in don Cheadle to do the jokes and Cheadle, who knew he had that kind of comedy chops well i you know because he's been in the he was in the oceans uh, oceans 12 see i didn't watch those okay I, he's those, funny See, I never thought he, I never found him that funny until this. Yeah. And um, all the all the things that they've been doing on like Jimmy Kimmel or or, uh, or Seth Meyers or any of those, right? Mm-hmm. Those have been really great. Like they have that that book where they um, I had some of the kids were cool where the Avengers read this this Thanos related children's book that all rhymes, <laughs> and and they they do something with Groot and suit, right? <laughs> they say Groot and suit, but it should be soot, uh-huh. right? And Thanos turned to soot, and it rhymed it with Groot. And Don Cheadle's all over that, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be gr- – it's it's not grut and soot, right? It's not grut and soot. It's not groot and soot, right? It's soot. It's groot and soot, right? <laughs> and, he's, and he's looking at people, and they're all getting on Thor, right? Yeah, Thor really fucked that up, right? And he goes, fucking Thor. Right? Ruffalo's looking at the book of fucking Thor. When they talk about he should have went for the head, right? Yep. And even Renner. When did this happen? I was, why wasn't I called, right? <laughs> and he's reading this. That, the first part of the Infinity Gauntlet, right? Uh-huh. So that they could explain to kids what was happening, right? Uh-huh. If they hadn't seen the first one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was very funny. And even James Corden, the last time the and when the Infinity Gauntlet came out, he stuck them all in that Hollywood um, um, Stars Home Tour bus. You know that where they tour the Stars oh, Home right. in Hollywood, okay, yeah. right? That 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 cheesy tourist thing. Yeah. And he put all them, just the Avengers cast, on there, 
Except for, of course, Chris Hemsworth, who was late, and so they left without him. And, of course, he shows up at the end saying, hey, we're ready to go, right? And he was all key to go, but everybody else was so pissed off, right, because it was so disappointing. Because I went to – I wish I could remember who it was. It was Scarlett Johansson's place, and it was like it was, it was like a shithole rat hole because it was being, like, renovated. <laughs> and for some reason, they pulled up on it, and then and the dumpsters were all full. And they somebody had a piece of her mail that they'd taken, and they pretended to take it out of the mailbox. That's who this person is, right? And it's Scarlett, it was Scarlett Johansson, right? Mm-hmm. So they you know they planted it there that morning, right? Right? Because obviously she doesn't get her mail to her mailbox. Yeah. Uh, but it was very very funny, and that was another Don Cheadle thing, right? Yeah. Let's see what kind of mean person lives in this neighborhood, right? What kind <laughs> of drug? You know, we just just owing off on all the reasons she'd have money to be in here, right? <laughs> Scarlet, what? What? <laughs> she's looking around, and then she's like, "Contractors, motherfucker!" Right? <laughs> and it's just—it was very funny. Everybody got their their moment, but I'm just—they're so game mm-hmm. to do these things, and and I guess you know they come in and they work. Even even the Thor little things he did online between the movies, right? Yeah. What's Thor doing between the movies? Yeah, the, the little thing where he was working, hanging out, out with room hanging out with uh, yeah, uh, some guy in Australia. He was yeah, roommates with a guy in Australia. That's right. And he kept showing up at his work, you yeah. know, where he was at a date, and he yeah. was just being a doofus, right? Yeah. And there's that little scene where Mark Ruffalo and him in the diner is like you know, telling him what to what to text to, to Captain America to Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, very like they were all game for it, and I think yeah. I'd love to. I, I'm I'd like to think it was Josh Whedon back in the very first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. Like he did something. He has a really gift for casts working mm-hmm. with casts like look at buffy look at angel look at big anything big cast like that yeah. he was the perfect guy to do the first avengers movie mm-hmm. um so I, I think he did something that that scene at the end where they're all just sitting there eating burgers and not talking <laughs> to each other i have a feeling there was this huge blow up and there was a bunch of heads a little swelled and he just kind of said fuck you guys he put them all in a room just him and them and read them the riot act and then brought them in some fast food and said sit here you're gonna eat you're gonna finish this and you're not going to make face at each other. And you know what I mean? Yeah. They're all look equally kind of just tired of being around each well, other. Well, actually, uh, apparently that scene came because of Robert Downey Jr. Because there's a scene where he, they think he's dead and he opens up his helmet and, and he says, right. I, I want shawarma. There's a shawarma place that's opened up. Right. Which is okay. that he ad-libbed that line, apparently. And they did that. Okay. And he had to do that. But if you look at that scene, you can see that. Chris Evans is hiding his face. He's got the, the shawarma thing up into his face and because he's grown a beard. After right, the time that right. they shot the right. final scene and they shot that scene, he had grown a beard for something. So That's right. It. And it's funny because there's a guy that's called um, um, Boss Logic. He does these really great digital photographs, right? right. Like he did a Rob Pattison as Batman poster, right? Mm-hmm. That I kind of looked at and went, oh, I don't know, maybe, you know, just, but even though we'll talk about that later, but uh, he, he did that, but he also did the shawarma one where all the characters from the very first one, are in the in the rest in the rest in a restaurant, right? It was almost like the Last Supper, yeah. With like Captain America in the middle and and, and Iron Man and then all the cast, right? Yeah. And from Black Panther too, except they he didn't put in um uh, uh Lord Mbaku, um Winston Duke, right? Because mm. he he was a vegan, right? Oh, okay. So right, and so, but he drew a second one where it's like a little further out, like the photograph, mm-hmm. and he's sitting outside, right, <laughs> on a, like a, a chair. And he's having his his vegan thing, right, out of a bowl, <laughs> and he, so he's not really in the rest, but he's in his Mbaku outfit, right? Yeah. So it's it's very it's a really cool digital shot because the way he t- does the actors, it's it's like it's like somebody took a photograph, yeah, and painted it a little bit, right? <laughs> so that's that's why I think of those scenes, and you think, God, all those years, nobody really went kind of nuts. There were no scandals. Mm-hmm. Downey Jr. didn't lose his goddamn mind. Which, well, and first, you know, yeah, given we his know history, history, yeah, yeah, given his history and the, the incredible pressure for oh, all of this to, yeah. to play off, and him to get his moment, to get that moment, mm-hmm. to be given that moment, and to have all the other actors go, yeah, he could, he'll take it, he yeah. gets that moment. I'm gonna die, Scarlett. You know, I'm gonna die earlier in the movie, right? Yeah, I'm gone, and Ruffalo got the chance to play a multi-dimensional Hulk mm-hmm. instead of the monster. What a genius idea was that that no one well, else ever freaking figured out, except in the comics. He had in that. The, he had a lot, yeah, there was a lot of there was some episodes yeah. of the, or issues he, of the Hulk where he did yeah. Professor Hulk. In fact, in fact, from probably two hundred to three hundred, um, um, uh, David, what's his name? Um, the, it's not Larry David. It's um, um, well, his last name is David. Um, he's a writer, comic Peter book David. writer. Peter David, thank you. He's he also did, a, a novelist. That's right. He did. He did about I think from probably two hundred to three hundred because I know definitely he did three hundred and three hundred Incredible Hulk. The Hulk was out of his freaking mind. 
Uh, he started out in 200 getting his intelligence back. Mm-hmm. So he was very smart, but he was still the Hulk. So he was building all these kind of weapons and stuff, and he was working with this secret cabal with all these resources, and they were based on the Greek gods, you know, so they had all these strengths and powers too. Um, but he got, but then he started to get dumber and dumber and angrier and angrier. Mm-hmm. And and if you look at the side panels on the on the comic, it shows him as a like first of all, Hulk is a scientist in a lab coat, and then every month it, a little bit more is torn away, right? Oh yeah. And he goes from scientist to monster. <laughs> Right, he's holding a flask, of course, and that gets busted, and the lab coat gets shredded. Right, yeah. but three hundred, Doctor Strange had to actually send him into another dimension, mm-hmm. where of course he landed on a planet where he was not so strong, and but he was still really raging and stuff. Right, and was but the, so the, the that was Hulk. that was yeah, Planet. No, no, that was before Planet Hulk. Oh, oh was it? Okay. Yeah, much before Planet Hulk was because they feared him. Uh-huh. So the Illuminati version, uh, the Illuminati of, of the Marvel Universe, right? Like yeah. Iron Man and Doctor Doom, uh, Reed Richards, um, um, who else was uh, Namor? Um, was in that Charles Xavier and T'Challa, and okay. they deemed that the Hulk was was too much of a threat, so they lured him onto a spaceship and they sent him off um, to another world. Mm-hmm. But of course, he, he came out of warp in the wrong place and he landed on a planet where he wasn't the biggest and the strongest, and he was put in the gladiatorial games like in. Thor Ragnarok. And, and yeah, the, the, those elements all ended up in Thor Ragnarok. They all yeah. they all ended up in there, and um, he ended up fighting the, the 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 Silver Surfer in the comic, but in the cartoon version of that that they made, which I recommend people watch, uh, Planet Hulk. It's very very good. Um, he he's got his kind of intelligence, but he's he's kind of a, a gladiator basically, and that's where he meets Korg. It's very similar to the, mm-hmm. um, um, but Beta Ray Bill in the cartoon is the is the guy that fights him, like the Marvel hero. Okay that comes and fights him and allows him to kind of break free of his subjugation. Right. But he meets a girl and he's going to, and he gets her pregnant and he's coming back to earth, goes, finds a spaceship. They planted a nuclear bomb in it. Sons of bitches, right? <laughs> Sons goes of off, uh, kills half the planet, kills his, his girl, but not the baby. Cause the baby's half Hulk doesn't right. kill Hulk. Right. And so the kid grows up as his son on this wasteland of a planet. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the Hulk gets so pissed off. He actually finds his way back to earth. And takes it out on everybody. Very good comic. Yeah. And the best part of it is the Ghost Rider rides up, right? Oh. Man. And everybody's going, oh, God, great. Oh, we never thought of calling the Ghost Rider, right? <laughs> He'll take care of the Hulk one sec. Pen and stare, all this damage Hulk done to everything, right? Yeah. He really beat the shit out of Like, he, he was ready to take over Earth and, and kill all the heroes. Like, in the future, he becomes that guy called the Maestro mm-hmm. who takes over the world, basically. Yeah. He's an older Hulk. is a much evil, smart Hulk. And he fights it himself, basically, in that comic. Um, but so, just to, to go off in the comic book, um, so Planet Hulk, he comes back, and the Ghost Rider rides in. The Ghost Rider starts looking at him, and he's looking at him. And like three panels later, the Ghost Rider just turns away and leaves, right? <laughs> and and, and uh, Doctor Strange is sitting there, he's looking down. And somebody asks him, why? Why didn't the Ghost Rider take him out? Because the Ghost Rider doesn't you know, hurt any, anybody who's innocent. And the Hulk is innocent. Of everything we've done to him, right? Oh. Everything we've done to him is our fault. Yeah. And the Ghost Rider judged him as being—he's uh, not the bad guy here, basically. Yeah. Right? You're as innocent as, as all of this. They did this to you, mm-hmm. so you're kind of in your right mind. And that gave the Hulk a kind of extra boost. Uh-huh. Like you get the Ghost Rider endorsement. You go, you go for it, right? Yeah. But that was a very cool moment, a very cool Hulk moment. And again, wow. they could go look that way with with Ruffalo's Hulk now. Yeah, like that could go be, anywhere. But yeah, and the thing they, is, they did basically already, yeah. So they've they've blown that chance. But I hear about a Ruffalo, um, She-Hulk, a TV um, um, project. In see, the, I'd love to see more of Ruffalo as the Hulk. I, I, think I agree. And now this Endgame had so many expectations. Oh, incredibly huge. And, and the thing, we and didn't the thing know is, the amazing work. thing of it, about it is, is that they actually fulfilled it. You know, because I thought it, it was going to be a lot of people disappointed, but almost everybody. I, I, like, totally, we're, we're I totally right. agree. Yeah. And, I've, and, I, and take it from me. I mean, I'm, I'm a freak. I'm a Marvel freak. Mm-hmm. I had all of that stuff in the 80s and the 90s. And Infinity Gauntlet was a huge miniseries. It was only six issues. Mm-hmm. I had the two issues even before then that were, were kind of cardboard bound. They're yep. called Thanos Quest. And it's only two issues, but it's how Thanos got the Infinity Stones from the Elders of the Galaxy. Like You know, like the Collector? Mm-hmm. There's like six or seven of them, right? There's six of them, actually. And each one of them has a different stone. So there's one called the champion who just lives to combat, fight people, right? right. So the, the Thanos beats him by not fighting him, by outthinking him, right? 
Mm -hmm. um, so he gets his power stone from him, right? So it, it's yeah. a different story, but it's a really good story because it's all Thanos-centric. Right. And then they, then they introduce Thanos kind of slowly in the Silver Surfer, and then the Infinity Gauntlet um, it plays out much well not not really the same way as in the in the, in the movies but it the basics of the story in the comics made it to the movies they were able to translate right. so much of it which almost seemed to me it was untranslatable mm -hmm. and i thought oh if they don't they didn't have death like in the comic books thanos is in love with death and it appears to him as as the guy in the robe right with the yeah. small face and everything but it's got the face of a beautiful woman and she right. never talks to thanos she he always talks to her she never answers him mm -hmm. um he he begs her to please give me some direction. And finally he's like, oh, you want me to kill half the life in the universe, right? That would make you happy? And she gives him no response. So, of course, he reads into everything, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's got the devil Mephisto on his on his left arm, right? And uh -huh. he's, of course, the devil's whispering in his ear the whole time. And so Thanos is half out of his freaking mind the whole time anyway, right? He's much less, like, with it as he is in, like, the way Brolin gave him that fierce intelligence, right? Yeah. Like, Right and a little smugness and you know mm -hmm. the, the Thanos is kind of a, a bitch in in the comic book, right? The Infinity Gauntlet comic book. But it, the the great thing is about about it is the characters that they kept like like Nebula. I never thought she would make it into the live action. Gamora, never thought. But they were all part, very huge part of the Infinity Gauntlet because afterwards, because uh, the Surfer was the one who ripped the gauntlet off of of Thanos. Yeah, like Thanos doubted his his worth or his powers for a second fighting Captain America, mm -hmm. somebody kept re-resurrecting Captain America. I think it was death, right? Yeah. And she kept, like, Thanos would kill him, he'd come back. Thanos kill him, he'd come back, right? Yeah. And if, he doubted himself, and that's when the Silver Surfer, it could have been Doctor Strange um, that did it. Right now, I don't remember who, but somebody kept, it was a, it was a loop, right, yeah. that Thanos couldn't get out of. And it's very much like the thing Doctor Strange did in the movie. With Dormammu, yeah. Yeah. So, it, but they took all of these references. They were, they was like they went into my mind, and they they thought, what would disappoint Calvin if he didn't see it, <laughs> or, and what would make him happy if he didn't see it? So, okay, they, so basically, got, they hit all the right notes. Yeah, they did. They didn't have death in there anywhere, right? Mm -hmm. There was no. He had his, his lackeys, but Thanos was the main guy, and he was really scary and and competent. And when he realized that Nebula was, there were two Nebulas on the same planet. Mm -hmm. I'm going, oh, shit. The yeah. whole plan's falling to shit. Yeah. This is bad, bad. Yeah, is bad Give bad. Thanos information. Yeah. And you know, he realized he already did it in the future, in their future. Mm -hmm. And the time travel was even good. Okay, I'm like there, there's where, there's I'm where a time I travel Nazi. Yeah, again, again, if you're a time travel Nazi, okay. which I am, yeah. I could pick out any moment and I could give you a thousand ways that that loop didn't complete itself, right? That circle didn't square, right? Right. Um, because I'm like you, man. I, I, I think the only thing I ever believe about time travel is Kang's fourth law, is that when you go back in time, anything you change does not change your timeline at all. I go back and kill Hitler. He's still alive, or he dies the same way he always did in my time, in my world. He's gone at the end of World War II. But if I kill him like when he's a toddler, at that moment it creates an alternate timeline. Yeah. So it creates a multiverse, multiverse. It's like spokes on a wheel. Yeah. Right, and all the guys that come back and kill Hitler, they create another alternate timeline, right? So everything is just billions of possibilities. Yeah. What basically what does creates a multiverse? Yes, which is what is apparently going to be introduced in the Spider-Man Far From Home. I believe so, because that's so where that's where Mysterio comes from. That, that's going to open up a whole other. I see, like the Iron. It's, so is he the Iron Man of his world, or yeah. is he just somebody who found the suit? And you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, the aliens. You know, um, what was that? Well, I forget the movie. It was it was a movie. It was a cartoon where these aliens came to Earth. It was a Saturday Night Live, and they're interrogating. They're giving their their uh, synopsis to the Pentagon, right? Yeah. I go. Well, what about the spaceship? What about the the ray guns and all that? Oh, it's our belief they found those, <laughs> and they just flew to our planet. I think there's a button that kind of you know find water, find life, right? And they pressed it. <laughs> we don't know where they – but clearly they don't even know how to use their own technology. Yeah. I mean they're wearing the pants backwards, right? <laughs> and, and they had a picture of you know the aliens where they – the buckles were in the front and they've got them in the back for some reason, right? Yeah. You know, it's just – they're like the two stupidest aliens ever. No. So no, There's actually a story, a science fiction story that was – I can't remember who it was written by, but it was basically this spaceship comes down, all of these aliens pour out with, with basically the alien equivalent of a, of a, a, a musket – 
you know, okay, right, guns, right. something like that. They've basically stolen the spaceship. They don't know how it works. So they think exactly. they will conquer Earth. <laughs> so Earth, of course, you know, realizes that they oh, we've got the spaceship now <laughs> and really cooler, much cooler weapons. <laughs> yeah, like a much like a like a Ferengi, right? Yeah, that's too funny. That's funny because now they're talking about Loki being in another dimension now. Yeah, another uh, universe with the with the stone that he stole, the tesseract that he stole, mm-hmm. right? To get away from it, that that he changed a little history there. So who knows what kind of shenanigans he's been up to? And there's a Loki um, series in the works. There's a Loki TV series, yeah. And Man, they, a... a lot of those old guys. They're, they're you know what it sounds like? Hiddlesworth didn't want to go on the convention circuit in the in the cruise ship circuit, <laughs> so he got some guys together to put a, together a Loki story, right? Yeah. Because that was a smart thing to do. Because Loki's got his his genre. He's got his his fans, right? Yeah. And they well, all ship Hiddleston. him as a Hiddleston. Yeah. Hiddleston's he's, got lots of fans. Hiddleston and Cumberbatch in the yeah. shower. Oh for yeah. Some reason. Why are they in the shower at the same time all the time? Right. <laughs> I could see it if they met once or twice. You know, as their days pass. But every day, you know, twice on a Saturday. Come on. You know, that's <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. We're not fooling anybody, boys. Uh, but. Endgame itself, absolute amazing at three oh hours. Oh and honestly, God. it could have gone for another hour. I, yeah, yeah. You know. I wanted to. I wanted to know more, and it mm-hmm. didn't wrap up too fast. It gave us all that moment, and I liked the way that they showed everybody kind of in in in, in order of importance at the water. You know, when they put this little thing out in the in the water at his funeral. Yeah. You know, Iron Man's. Um, yeah, that was kind of neat. And then, my, and the last one was Nick Fury. I was kind of w- wishing that Nick Fury had the cat in his arms, <laughs> Goose the cat, right? Yeah, that yeah. would have been neat. And as you predicted, it was Captain Marvel who took the Silver Surfer role from yes. the comic books. She yes, was she the one who found Robert Downey Jr. Well, she was the cosmic one, right? She was the most yeah. powerful. Yeah. She had to come in and she had to really fight Thanos at his level. And how smart was that for him to pull up the, the Power Stone, right? To, oh, yeah. to give her that respect that oh my god she I'm not getting I'm not going to get the snap mm-hmm. unless I figure something out and he pulls the power stone out so he can punch her to the sun right yeah because she didn't come back right she came back but she didn't you know before the end of the film yeah before he he ghosted um, or dusted <laughs> yeah um, she she wasn't back yet that's <laughs> so right she wasn't, he, yeah. he punched her far but yeah. boy she had that line too that I'm always going to give me. This goosebumps that I am Peter Parker. Hey, Peter Parker. The way she talked yeah. to him, yeah. that was very sexy. Yeah. That was lesbian sexy. That's yeah. when you're attracted to a lesbian. You Hello, got no, Peter you Parker. Got no Do you have something yeah. for me? Yeah. You have something for me? Yes. And it's in my push push. It's, it's in, let me pull that out of my pocket. Let me look for it here. Right? Exactly. That was what it was like. And she's going, you have no chance. <laughs> Unless you were born atomic, anatomically different, you have no chance. Yeah. Uh, but the... I'll, I'll, the movie was full of absolutely amazing moments, and it, you know, did a, a lot of callbacks to the earlier Marvel movies. When they go back in time, they yes. go back to the first movie. Oh my yeah. God, that Hulk scene where he's trying to rage out. He's like, yeah, oh, he's not even enthused about it. It's just like, oh, it just seems so gratuitous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why? They're already wrecked. Why well, am no, I no, let's, actually, here's a good place to talk about Doctor, uh, Bruce Banner's character arc, uh, because we kind of we we're talking about this a little bit before. I mean, that's the whole – in the very first Avengers movie, that's his big line. It's like, you know, yeah. what's your secret? It's like, I'm always angry. Yeah. And that's, you know, a tragic character, right? He's he's oh, constantly he's angry, constantly always. trying to keep a lid on it. Right. So and when he hulks out, he just oh, – You believe – like, it's rage. It's pure rage and pain and mm-hmm. anger. And there's that scene. I watched it again before we, we, we even kind of um, – got on online here uh, again. And, and you, there's this moment between Ruffalo saying, uh, you know, Captain America's woman says, Dr. Banner, I think it'd be a good idea if you'd get angry now. Because that's my secret captain. I'm always angry. Yeah. And the way he turns his head away, you see like the Hulk, it's a mixture. It's almost like in tears. Mm-hmm. Banner's in tears being pulled into being this creature. Yeah. Like he gives into his own pain mm-hmm. to be that angry all the time. And it's not just stairs, right, at that moment that he's mad at, right? Yeah. It, it's not just going down the stairs yeah. that he's mad at. He's mad at everything. everything he's mad yeah. at that ever happened to him, that all the abuse he took as a kid from his, well, his father. I mean, that kind of stuff just, just – it really came through with Ruffalo. And the fact that he's the third Hulk that has played the role in the past 20 years, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, they weren't able to perfect the form. If Ang Lee couldn't get it right, no. then it, it, Ruffalo is a genius. And I think – he had a lot to do with this 
you know, he, well, he he had everything to do with that Hulk, the middle ground Hulk. You yeah, know, the, the, exactly. that Hulk. And that's gives, the thing. Gives like, Ant-Man a, a, a taco, right? Yeah. But right. you've got, um, there's the first, you know, in the first movie, you got the Raging Hulk. And then mm-hmm. later on, you've got, you know, Hulk, I mean, uh, um, uh, Banner, Banner the, leaves. He, thought, he says, uh, well, you know, it, the Earth it, is better off without me. So off well, he goes into space. Uh, and what, then what Thor we call finds him when, when, Yeah, when the guy's impotent. Yeah, impotent Hulk. Yeah. Right. So he's he's Hulk and he's talking and he's always Hulk. Right. You know? Yeah. And yeah. then in the very first or in the you know Avengers: The Infinity War, uh, he can't Hulk out. That's right. He's got he's impotent. He can't <laughs> a- access that anger anymore. It's like that's right because he's he got, so. Well, and, and he, then he and that was one of the things I liked about this was that, that he explained that he instead of thinking of it as as a disease. He realized that he had to integrate, you know, the Hulk into right. himself. So he be- right. finds this balance between his strength and his rage and his and his intellect. Right. And who did he learn that from? Again, from Thor, right? Yeah. Because Thor came and found him. Well, Thor found him, but once Thor found him, he saved him, yeah. right? And then he reminds him of that. Mm-hmm. When and it, that was a nice arc between the two of them, right? Yeah. And I love that Rocket got to go with him to find Thor, right? Yeah. Because that was poignant too. Because those two got a real connection right rabbit mm-hmm. and even you know, the guys in asgard called him a rabbit right a rabbit, get that yeah. rabbit get that rabbit right um but that was one of the things that um actually i got into an argument on the internet with with, with someone earlier today and uh, the argument started to get out of hand and uh, the administrator had to actually delete the thread did you uh, go to goodwin did you go goodwin no what? actually someone just said uh that they felt that the disney had emasculated the hulk oh please and i said you know come on he's he's found they a balance between, between his rage, between his strength and his intellect. Yes, yes. I said, I, I think that says more about you than It's far more <laughs> than interesting. About Disney. That's but, right. It's far more interesting to have that kind of Hulk. Yeah. Because you to know. have a smart Hulk that's not as smart as a Tony Stark, right? No. Right? Because he's given up a little of that yeah. to be, you know, right? Mm-hmm. To be this Hulk, but he's still of use to everybody now. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's I, mean, not, I, don't he, think, I don't think Banner was as smart as... as as Tony Stark. No, no. Because if not, he was, he wouldn't have had the accident in the first place that turned him into green, into the Hulk. But. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he wouldn't have, yeah, that's true. Gamma radiation, it never mm-hmm. ends good for these guys, right? Yeah. And you always become a manifestation of, of what's really inside you. Like the leader, right? He's so arrogant, so he's get that skinny look and that big brain and everything, right? Yeah. And, and uh, uh, Abomination is is uh, you know a punk ass kid so you know and a, a punk right so he's got that kind of and he's and he's really nasty he likes to kill things so he's got that kind of misshapen monster form right yeah. and and it, that's the way that all the Hulks all the Hulks are, are representations of, of of those kind of emotions but again the Hulk's been through all that and the fact that Infinity War could create that arc for him every character got this beautiful arc you mm-hmm. know that you could follow even T'Challa like when he shows up right. Yeah. And he grabs the gauntlet, and it's him and Spider-Man. And you just realize how, how much of an asset T'Challa is because mm-hmm. it was powers, right? Yeah. At that yeah. moment, it was essential. Like when Spider-Man, when he grabbed the gauntlet, and he's bringing it to the, to the van, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's got this, these, these powers, right, that are so essential to getting the, the stuff done. Everybody was important, mm-hmm. right? There were nobody that were thrown in. And even when they gave us the gratuitous... Um, um, a force, right? That they're called in the comic books. Yeah. All the female Avengers. I and mean, this is from the comic books. This it's is from the comic books. Yes. Know, it was so, a, I mean, people who say that they're, you know, imposing no, this SJW no. agenda. No, this is from the comic books. That's right. There was there, the, the, they redid the Secret Wars where Doom had actually won the Secret Wars. Doom kills Thanos, and that's the newest Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Thanos comes in to, to confront confront Doom. Doom just basically reaches and grabs his spine and pulls it out, and yeah. and, and Thanos is gone. Right. That's a mm-hmm. just showing. You know, Doom so powerful he is, but there was all these various worlds, and Captain Marvel was in a world that was World War II, and she had an all woman's brigade mm-hmm. during World War II, and she was like a a, a pilot, right, yeah. with all her powers. Yeah, uh, they had that 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 A Force, which was all the female ones on a world where all the men had been gone. It was almost like X, the last man, mm-hmm. only with superheroes. Yeah, and all women, all females. So, so you they, could do something like that with a virus hits all the males in the world, mm-hmm. and the females have to go. Um, and, and discover what the what the agenda is, what's going on, right? Yeah. You could do something really good with that. Yeah. I so think. that was just basically a shout out to that. That comment. idea, you know, that and, idea I, and I think you know. like I was in the theater, and that would have been my moment. Remember, I'm, I, I I posted something on the Kid of Cool where it was the the top 15, and they showed about 20 because there were honorable mentions. Uh, first arrivals of a superhero in a movie, yeah. right? 
One of them, you know, they had all of them. But of course, what's my favorite one of all time? You know it. Bring me Thanos. Bring me Thanos yeah. on the Bifrost, right? And he's got yeah. Stormbreaker and he's got Groot and Rocket and Bring me Thanos, right? Yeah. That 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 cheering. I, I, that would have been the moment I think if I went to the premiere yeah. and it was full, mm-hmm. um, because when when those girls came out. All the girls in the in the audience, and it was half full, mm-hmm. gave out that collective gasp, right? Yeah. Like, right, and I was like one of them, I was, <laughs> right? And I made some, right? I didn't want to make too much noise because then I would have been, a, you know, and I turn around, took pictures of me. Yeah. This freak was in our theater, right? I said, "Oh, it's the chair, it's the chair rumbling, yeah. right?" I gotta ask how, again, how was that again, with the chair. You know, anything that goes by, like a train, right? Yeah. A car, right? Um, a spaceship, rocket spaceship, yeah. and then during the final battles, right? And it all, and you could turn it up or down. Mm-hmm. And my buddy has a, a kind of a bad back, and yeah. I don't know why. Like bigger guys like me and you, do you have back problems? I used to. I I, I don't anymore. Okay, I don't at all. Oh really? Right? And I should. Yeah. Right, but it's all these guys, the skinny guys I know that have these these back problems, right? Oh, really? I think it's like the the my musculature, <laughs> my my legs of my god my godliness that kind of keeps, you know, me from having those. But my 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 friend Pat has really kind of, you know, his back's messed up now. Uh-huh. And I was asking him like, how was it? And he goes, sometimes it was good, sometimes it was it was horrible, right? Just got a hitch it. It was like a massage chair in a way, right? Yeah. So, but it just came on. But that last battle, it was just <laughs> all over the place. But it was very cool because yeah. he had kind of that experience. And with the, with the 3D glasses and, mm-hmm. the, um, and the and the sound and everything, and they've really improved the 3D technology. Yeah. Um, where it's not so kind of ooh, a guy juggling in front of you, right? <laughs> or ooh, fire, you know, House of Wax kind of things, yeah. right? You know, the first 3D movie uh, where they blow the fire at you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not gimmicky like that. Yeah. So it, now it, I opted to see it without 3D. And okay. It was a 2D That's version. Yeah. Because it was earlier in the evening and I didn't want to stay up too late. But, right. Uh, right. And I didn't feel like I missed anything. So. No. And I and again I've seen other like 3D movies. I'll go without it because my screeners are not 3D, right? Yeah. Even though there's that new thing that Nick was talking about that that Google the glasses that thing. Yeah. That well, makes the three the 3D holograms in front of you. Mm-hmm. I know it's like a toy now because I've watched. Since he, he mentioned, it, I've watched some of the YouTube stuff. Yeah. It's like a toy, but it's very cool. Where you can kind of, it's like Iron Man, the way he has his computer system set up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It's just like that. You can move shit around him. You can move, yeah. And, and Except you need the glasses to see it. Right, right. Just in front of you. Yeah. But I think the potential is, is limitless. And again, mm-hmm. they're the same guys that did that one um, um, thing in a, in a high school where they set up their projectors. And they made it look like a killer whale came out of the basket, uh, the gym floor. Yes, I've seen that video, yeah. Yeah, and it splashes, Mm -hmm. and the waves actually, it looks like it was going to come on to the kids. They were actually, whoo, back. And the kids were wearing cheap little, like those kind of cheaper glasses, like almost like science room glasses, right? Yeah. So they, they, and they made that work, and that looked pretty damn impressive. Mm -hmm. So uh, who knows? Who knows, yeah. Anyway, but the definitely, uh, a satisfying conclusion to what basically amounts to 22 movies, starting with the original Iron Man. And did it feel like a lot to watch? No. No, no? it didn't. I, I could have watched for another hour. I, again, that movie, but the whole saga. Yeah. It's very well paced. And you yep. know somebody's going to come out with this ultimate collection where they're <laughs> going to put everything in kind of chronological order. Of course, Captain Marvel will come before the first Iron Man. Well, yeah. But... Basically, you can watch the whole thing in the order it all came out. Yeah. Right. There's no. There's no kind of got to go back to Phantom Menace, and of course that always got the problems of what you introduce and not introduce, what you have to introduce. This all was just perfect, right? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. nothing. There was no trade war. There was no Jar Jar. There was you know, all the CGI was flawless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the best we've we've ever seen. I'll get the motion capture. If this one doesn't win, why can't we have a if – if, if the Oscars want to make people really interested, here's two categories you should introduce. Uh, best cast, mm-hmm. which the, which the um, uh, Screen Actors Guild does. Yeah. And last year it was the Black Panther cast, mm-hmm. which was such a reward to people that might not even get near to that again, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Okoyus and the Suris and then the Kias and the, mm-hmm. the, the Pino Wongo and, and, and Danea Guerrera and those ones, right? Yeah. That, that – so made that movie the, the rich background it had, right? They all got that. And I think that is the way you reward the cast of – because how do you choose between Ruffalo, uh, Downey Jr., uh, Chris Evans? Probably, uh, And it's terrible that Chris Evans would be fourth on that list, mm-hmm. right? And how do you not give it to Downey Jr.? How do you not give it to Hem- Hemsworth? Do you call Hemsworth um, uh, best supporting actor? 
you know? Yeah. No. And what about and Scarlett Johansson, Best Supporting Actress? Yeah. What about where do you put Jeremy Renner, yeah. who went through emotional like, uh, like and the way the pain he shows on his face? I haven't mm -hmm. seen him act that good since The Hurt Locker. Yes. Right. Yeah. Amazing stuff. Yeah. Like absolutely. Just, uh, his his arc, you know, really. I mean, he wasn't in the first one, but his when they brought him in the second one, it's like wow. There was a reason it. for that. They saved him right mm -hmm. for that. Yep. They, they they made him that moment. That was the only way to start the second chapter yep. and give us all that immediate emotional connection because mm. we're missing him already. And when he showed up, oh, there he is. Yep. Oh, there he is. Oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. you know? No, there he is on yeah. that planet. And then it's all like bad. He's had the worst fucking shit happen to him, right? All <laughs> this bad. And then his phone rings. And you're just like, oh, yeah. it's all better now, yeah. right? Now, there was the, that was the, the Hulk had the, the the gauntlet and he did the snap yes. and he brought everyone back right unfortunately then you know yeah Thanos the sort of figured out yeah, what's going on Thanos was a little damn late wasn't he and, Thanos yeah. was about 30 seconds a little too late right yeah. to save himself Thanos mm -hmm. would have had everything he had a good plan I gotta admit the switch in the nebula I thought for sure Don Cheetah would look at the arm mm -hmm. remember when she grabbed the tesseract yeah and her arm was reduced to the metal hand yeah I thought that would be her her undoing Unless Thanos kind of roasted her arm too, right? But that yeah. like, seems like another effect that maybe we can get away without putting on, right? Because mm -hmm. we don't need him to figure it out because she's going to betray them long before that's even necessary. Yeah. And the fact he had some of the pin particles and he could figure out how to use those uh -huh. to bring his freaking spaceship through their time machine, yeah. right? When does that ever work in a movie? <laughs> like, come on. And that was the other thing, gathering up the pin, or when Cap, you know, picked up the pin particles when they went back to 1970. Saw the extra ones, didn't you? Yes. You only needed two. Only needed two, but he grabbed he the extra four. ones. Yeah. That's right. Now, that was really cool. The, the, the old, you saw the uh, Michael Douglas aged, de-aged back to uh, the, the 70s. San Francisco. Yeah, the, the streets of San Francisco, Francisco era. <laughs> it was hilarious. And and that little moment between Robert Downey Jr. and his father, you know, which nice. is a, it's such and a movie moment. Surprising, surprising. A movie moment, yes. But and cheesy, and cheeky, and but boy, that was kind of like wow. Yeah, the emotion was real. You know, mm -hmm. it, was, you it know. was. It was like Donnie Jr. pulled something out of his past and go, maybe I can repair things with my dad mm -hmm. um, by doing this kind of dad scene. Yeah, and Thor got his mom scene. Yes, Cap got his love scene. And that was the thing when he goes back to the seventies and he sees Peggy there alive, and I think that's what yeah. gives him he, the idea that that he he made you know, that decision. The movie he decides. Yeah. He that's made that movie. decision the moment he saw her. Yes. The, that's why he didn't introduce himself to her in that moment again. Mm -hmm. Like he almost think he would. Yeah. Right. I'll come back for you, Peggy. You know, he didn't. You know, he, he didn't. if it doesn't yeah. work, if it doesn't work, I won't. But if it works, I promise I will come back for you. Yeah. Because I have almost, the means to do it now. You could almost see that going through his head. Right. Right. Yeah. But uh, and let's talk about Thor, his character oh, arc. Hemsworth. That was. I mean, that, you know, he he's. In this really dark place at the very beginning of the did movie. Did you expect it? Did you expect that? I did not expect that. I did not expect the dad bod. I I did not expect, in my wildest dreams, that I would ever have a body like Thor. That's right. We but are now. We I are do. Thor now, baby. <laughs> baby, let me grab my hammer. I'll be right back. Right? <laughs> uh, it didn't happen quite the way I expected it. But, no, no. Yeah. But but Hemsworth, he just. He nailed it. Like yeah. when he's sitting there drunk and begging him not to let him do it, right? Please yeah. let me let me snap, you know, because he, he feels so guilty he didn't go for the head, right? Yeah. And yeah. that – it goes back and talks to his mom. I, I mean it should be cheesy. It should yeah. be stupid, but it's brilliant. It, it absolutely worked, yeah. And I mean even the moment when he's he, he suddenly can't – you know, he, he can't cope with doing this and, and Rocket has to slap him in the face. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, did you ever think that was Bradley Cooper for a second? No. No, that is a little raccoon that lives in Hollywood. it's a little raccoon. It's Rocket. It's Rocket. He's yeah. in Hollywood right now sitting around a pool wearing his Rocket raccoon robe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and, know. And, and a... Crocs. And Crocs. <laughs> yeah. And he's got his feet in the water. You know? Give me some, who's got that more grapes? Give me some more grapes. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, Thor uh, – and, of course, it's funny. It's a funny scene where they see him and he's let himself go. And he's and they've got Korg there yeah. in, in New Asgard. Enablers. Two enablers, enablers on that couch. Yeah. yeah. And people have been saying it's fat shaming, but it's not. It's uh, it, it's, it's just a it's a no. quick way because of these movies. You, you don't have a lot of time to do character right. study. You've got to right. show exactly. very quickly visually yeah. what that would, he's what, let exactly. himself go. And what would what would like what? Where do you attack Thor? Right. 
well, yeah. right that way. His his godliness, his, right? His pride, yeah. His, right, his, his pride. That's right. His yeah. pride. Mm-hmm. His pride. He didn't go for the head. He made a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's not his fault. Yeah. Man, you're fighting Thanos. Yeah. With the, and, with the, the, yeah. and he there's the reference to like, Robert Depp. He juniors at one point. Tony Stark says, yeah, yeah one yeah. side Lebowski. One side Lebowski. When he, yeah. when he comes into that, the hangar, the time hangar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Wakanda. And, and he's like, one side Lebowski. Right? Yeah. That, that was too funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like what a great line! And you want to think it's 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 um it's just uh you know it was improvised right because he yeah. had that look right with the music and the song he had that whole look the dude abides right yeah you know very good <laughs> very good Hemsworth he's really got comedy chops though like he does he, he's got a, a comic timing and he knows what's funny mm-hmm. um, even in the first Thor when he's wants more coffee and he throws the mug down mm-hmm. I mean it's it, he he captured that character. From all the years that I read that comic book, man, that that's beautiful character. And I understand in the next, um, um, where did I hear Beta Ray Bill's coming in? Oh, the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, Beta, See, I Ray, love Beta Bill. Ray Bill. I love Beta Ray Bill. And the comic book I posted, he has Lockjaw that he works with. Yeah. Lockjaw's kind of his 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 war buddy, right? Yeah. They're war bound. Uh-huh. And and he, he calls on Lockjaw to be his bloodhound because the Guardians are looking for somebody. Mm-hmm. I will forget who they're looking for. Was it Starlord or Gamora? One of the one of the missing ones, right? Yeah. And th- so he brought in Lockjaw, which brings in the Inhumans, which mm-hmm. is another movie in the pipeline, right? Uh, well, now they they did an Inhumans TV series. I know they yeah. were going to do a movie that opted to do a TV series, which didn't right. work out so well. No, because they brought the evil guy from Game of Thrones to basically be Maximus, the yeah. evil Inhuman, and um that the the they cut the hair of their Medusa. Medusa, who wasn't mm-hmm. a very strong actor to begin with because they didn't want to do the Medusa effects, right? Yes. They had yeah. one scene with her using her hair mm-hmm. to threaten somebody, and then he cuts it off with ordinary um, human shears. A pair of scissors, yeah. Yeah, a pair of scissors. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. Her hair has the, the, the uh, tensile strength mm-hmm. of steel and, and vibranium, but no, yeah. it gets cut with shears. About the and, only character who worked in the TV series for me was Lockjaw. <laughs> Lockjaw was brilliant. Yeah. Lockjaw was brilliant. So why and, not and I love Lockjaw Anson Mount. Course. I did too, but, but given nothing to do. He couldn't say anything. Well, he was going with these stupid hand signals. Yeah. But he did know American Sign Language, which he should have, right? Yeah. It, they should have made him learn that yeah. um, because then it would have been easier for him to communicate because then everybody who couldn't hear could see he was doing that, right? Yeah. But I don't think anybody thought of it. They just had him do these stupid motions. And suddenly, you know, oh, Black Bolt says, if we go to this, <laughs> uh, uh, go to the equator and wait until the moon is at its zenith, uh-huh. right? Then all the powers of Greystoke will be bestowed upon us, right? <laughs> and he'll do that with like three fingers. He shows her, right? Yeah. And you just go, no, 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 yeah, <laughs> right? No. And it was very bad. Yeah. Um, and but I did love the last part, like the very end of it was pretty cool. Where Actually, he does right. all the words. Well, all the words he says, like he, basically, they all leave the moon, mm-hmm. right? The Inhumans, you know, they all escape the moon except for Maximus, which he locks into a bunker mm-hmm. um, with all the supplies he needs. And then he's on the moon, and he goes goodbye, brother, with his voice. Mm-hmm. And the whole compound gets kind of crushed and collapses in on itself, and you know Maximus is buried alive in the on okay. the moon. So I, he I checked out it. before the last episode. So okay, yeah, see, <laughs> but, and but, that was the best part, okay. except for Lockjaw. Okay. All right, you know, and then and then and then Crystal has her her surfer boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? Who's uh, he's bad. Hey. More gnarly, you know, radical, tubular, <laughs> right? It was just stupid. Um, um, and they just, they just, they mucked it up. Gorgon was great. Yeah, I, like I thought Gorgon. their Karnak was Karnak was great. Karnak was good. Yeah, the way he figured out, like the way his powers worked and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I thought you know, and Lockjaw was awesome. So I'm hoping they bring Lockjaw in with with Beta Ray Bill because a lot of story potential. And mm-hmm. then you could do the Pet Avengers, right? <laughs> with the Frog Thor and the uh, Throg, right? That's right, and the frog. Throg Thor. and Thorse, right? Because Beta Ray Bill looks like a horse. That's right. So th- the, the Thunder Frog calls the horse frog Thorse, <laughs> and then the Thunder Frog, uh, Thorse calls him Throg, right? Throg, Thorse, right? <sighs> and they don't like each other, right? Those, the, those two. So you got the Pet Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. Which has the, 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 the hawk that uh, um, the new Captain America, the Falcon, has. Yeah. So why don't he get a, hole, a hawk, right? In the movies, because Pet Avengers, I tell them the kids that the the merchandising alone would mm-hmm. fuel the next ten years. Yeah, the toys for the kids. So now we've uh, Endgame ended. Ended. Oh, and you know, okay, and we should mention. I, well, I'll just play the spoiler alert right at the very beginning of this episode because. Yeah. Okay, guys. You there's an ex- no, in modern times, it's two week, two weeks. You get. Yeah. Um, Except for Game of Thrones, which I will mock unmercifully um, right up to the last freaking moment of it. We'll, we'll I, I won't watch it tomorrow. 
I want you. I'm not even going to watch it. I'm going to get my information about it secondhand. Okay. Which is all I think Game of Thrones deserves from me. Well, I, I, I'm actually. I was watching a couple of episodes because we've been watching it. But I, I've been spoiled for a couple of things, which was good, because if I if I hadn't known that certain characters survive, I, I w- it would have been too stressful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was okay. a scene where you know one of the characters is. You know, trying to hide from the dead soldiers, and I thought, oh my God, they're gonna die. And it's like, you know, so I knew she was okay. So I was like, I'm, I'm good. But right, right. But See, Avengers, I couldn't handle now, it. With I, Avengers I and with the Marvel movies. So Iron Man, we already talked about Iron Man's funeral. Tony Stark, yeah, gives his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America decides to live his life. Yeah. From way back, who knows when he went back to the 1940s or whatever, and. Really, yes, wouldn't that be a movie too? Thing. There's another good movie because you know he'd have a daughter. He'd have a daughter that'd be just about the right age to show up in the the next Captain America movie in quotes, mm-hmm. which is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. Why didn't the Winter Soldier get the shield? Did, did he question. know? Did he know the whole time what Cap was going to do? Did Cap kind of come to Bucky and go, "Hey, I got this crazy idea. If I got to retone the stones anyway, yeah, right. I'm not taking anyone with me because you know Bucky went, "Hey, I'll come with you." Let's go, right? You're gonna need a backup to, to take these damn things back, right? Yeah. What hell? What hell else he got to do? Mm. Right, Bucky. Yeah. But so I think Bucky knew already that that that's was it, and that's when he that because he told the fucking go, right? They'd yeah. had this discussion already. Yeah. So you think maybe Bucky kind of knew that Bucky was that, offered the shield, but he he turned it down. That I think. Steve Rogers is gonna be sitting there as an old. Yes, uh, yes, because he he told him to go, right? Yeah. He didn't run up and go, Cap, you're back, you know? Yeah. Bucky had not – he knew because he got visited by Cap throughout that time, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I really like this little um, black and white picture that had of Stan Lee and go, wouldn't it be cool if Stan Lee played the part of old um, Steve Rogers? Because <laughs> that, that would mean, mean um, that all those cameos yeah. throughout the movies was just Captain America <laughs> checking in on all his buddies, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, checking in on all his friends mm-hmm. as he returned the, through time, right? See, through, through, their lives, amazing, through their lives. Through their lives. Yeah. You know, and I thought, man, who's thinking at that level? Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's, that's brilliant. Okay, that's you know? some whoever thought that I was got too much time on their hands. Oh um, my god! But who? No, okay. The, and speaking of Stanley uh, cameos, this was this was the last last one. Stan, and now I can't remember how it happened. How, when, oh, how he drove by the military base where Stark and and, and Cap went. That's and right. Make love, not war. Yeah, and he had that's the right. kick in the car, and he had that's the right. back, back in the, the hair. 1970s, yeah. Right, and he had the glasses he wore back then. Yeah, and they de-aged him a little bit. But yeah. it was still old Stanley kind of thing. Make love, not war. Yeah. <laughs> as he as he teared by the front gate, yeah. Like an old hippie, right? Yeah. In the seventies. Yeah. That's a that's a good gag. That was you good. Know? Yeah. Captain Marvel. Yes. They had the uh, tribute to him right at the very beginning. That was yeah. That was very emotional. That was very emotional too. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's I love that they keep replaying that that one that one line that he that 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 one paragraph he wrote about prejudice and mm-hmm. racism, bigotry. Yeah. yeah, it always chokes me up when I think about it, right? Yeah, because that—that's how we did it. We're, you know, obviously most as with most everyone, we're given Endgame's big thumbs up. Although I did have problems with the end, with the time travel. Again, but you can let it go, right? I, yeah, I can let it go. Yeah, it's not going to hurt your brain because I went to a few of those sites saying how how the time travel in in, in Endgame was created a whole new set of problems. Here's my 13 reasons, right? And some of them are just, you know, incredibly stupid. But some of them made sense. But I don't care. Yeah, I'll let well, this one go. If the, um, you know, the time travel created the multiverse, then okay, you know, that works. Yeah, that works for me. Okay, there's a great. That's that's a good MacGuffin, right? Yeah. There's a reason and excuse to have anything be happening. My supersonic ships at your disposal if you feel so inclined. But well, alright. We're gonna travel faster than light, so drop your overcoat tight and we'll go anywhere you want to decide.
Sonic rocket ship. Nobody has to be him. Nobody needs to be out of sight. Nobody's gonna travel second class of the equality No suppression of minorities We'll take this planet Shake it round And turn it upside down My supersonic rocket ship production.